I dedicate this as an offering to the three treasures of the true Buddhism of the sewing. Pray that their power, beneficence, and influence ever more widely prevail. Nam nyo ringe chong, nam nyo ringe chong, nam nyo ringe chong. Welcome back to another edition of Silk of Yakai, becoming Nichiren Shoshu member. I'm your host, Zan Zan. You can call me whatever you want. And I'm walking to the bus to work in the wee hours of the morning before the sun rises here in Seattle, Washington. <clears throat> it was so beautiful. I woke up around normal time for me and before I was chanting there was no rain and then I was doing my chanting but my before leaving the house amount of chanting and uh, it was just started pour- not pouring but raining significantly and then I left with my umbrella and not but a block later it stopped and it's nice and fresh it's kind of like a secret rain here the wee hours of the morning anyway enough about the rain we're here to talk about well kind of like buddhism kind of like uh the buddhism has tailored perfectly for this time uh, and that's the chanting of nam Renge kyo to the daigo honzon under the guidance of the high priest of nature and shoshu now why would i explain it like that because that is the way it was supposed to be explained, unaltered by someone who isn't even a priest. You know, if if there's if the in religiously in religious circles or whatever you call them, uh, priests are just kind of if you think about it, the only people who even have the authority to change a teaching is the priests of that teaching, right? Not the, not the lay practitioners. I mean, if it's just lay practitioners, then that's different. But in the SGI, there's leadership, and they refer to that as the new type of priest or something. It's interesting. Now, why wouldn't you want the person or people who, even in society, it's understood that they have this religious authority as the priest. They even get taxed, different, different tax things. You know, when you say, I'm a religious entity, you get different tax rules for taxes. So, I mean, if it's secular, the secular realm recognizes it. So you, you would just be straight out stupid to not recognize it after you, you heard it or read it or figured it out. Where the religious authority, I mean, that has... An effect as well. Let's put it that way. Some would say it's more important and that it actually guides the physical realm. When That's what we're talking about here. We're talking about, I always go into the mythical realm because I love, I love the, the imagery. We're talking about something happened with the sounds. We're making a wrong sound and all the demons are like, I love that sound. And all the heavenly energies and beings and bodies are like, it's getting harder to see the Saha realm. There's a lot of smoke in there. <laughs> it's like a lot of, I don't really hear much, but, but the demons celebrating, I don't know if I want to go over there. <laughs> kind of a comic book version of how, how I'm seeing this. And when that happens, when that energy, that whatever you call it, the division of the one, whatever you call that division, uh, 
Buddhism has a, a nice imagery, a canon of imagery that, that really kind of fuels, I think, my mouth. The idea of the Daigohonzon and that being the Kwan Ganjo, this, I don't even know if that, you know, I'm not saying that's what it is, but the idea of, <laughs> someone said I talk about the Daigohonzon like Voldemort sometimes. <laughs> this is like, what? And it was a fellow Hokeko member. They're like, why do you talk about it like Voldemort? <laughs> But maybe the seriousness with which I try to talk about the Daigohonzon of the Three Great Secret Laws is because I don't, it's something I've never encountered before. I, and I want to give respect. And there's a lot of respect you can give. I'm learning through the practice of Buddhism. So I think if I start there, it can rip, I can respect others as well. If I can respect this all mysterious great mandala at the base of Mount Fuji, also called Dainichirenki-san, out there in Japan. Now, if anyone hasn't answered this question, I was asked it the other day. I haven't asked the priest yet, and I'm going to. But uh, where is Taisekichi located uh, around Mount Fuji? Is it in the southwest? And so that was the question. I didn't know. Simple one, really rather profound. I was like, oh, I don't even know. I should ask. So if anyone has an answer, anchor.fm, you can leave a voicemail. Yeah. But I'll ask the priest eventually and share it with you if I haven't gotten the answer from anyone listening. So the whole idea is that there is a priesthood that the SGI took this from and is spinning it off on their own, you know, whether it's Ikeda or Hiramasa or whoever. They're ruling it with the, with the memos and the publications, right? And then all the leaders get guidance from the leader and... and above them, and so it's this huge grooming chain. And it's not very practiced or tailored, or it doesn't really have any, any ancient uh, things in it to keep it from developing into a very dark system. It takes, it takes a lot to attain Buddhahood, and they kinda, just like it takes a lot to build an airplane, or it takes a lot to learn about the human body enough to get a medical license in, in America, there's, uh, there's things that it takes to do those things. So Buddhahood is harder than all those things put together times all the sands in the Ganges River, you know. Uh, and more. <laughs> I can't even say how hard it is. But the idea we're working with is that when you read about it and you follow the origins of what you're reading and you try to search more and ask questions notice the the answers sometimes have nothing to do with Buddhism in the SGI anyway the idea that somehow a large group of people are building are trying to build airplanes but they don't know about math or, or they don't know about aerodynamics. They're guessing. And they got one guy who writes a lot at a publishing company or something like that. Or has one. And somehow wrote so much that he was able to then start making things up and people would believe it too. And he, they followed him away from the source of the power of Nam Myoho Renge Kyo. They followed him away from the source of the power of Nam Myoho Renge Kyo, the Daigo Honzon. 
the high priest. First of all, those two are inseparable. You can't, you can't have one without the other. Diagons and high priest. No, really, there's, there's a, there's a beautiful thing to study about all that, and I don't know m- much about it. Although I do know that if you, you know, Nami Kyo is that I, uh, I read High Priest Nikan Shonen, terribly paraphrasing what he said from one time, beautiful sermon about being a, some among the lines of a, uh, you're praising the Daigo Honzon when you say Nam Myoho Renge Kyo. And that means so much. I mean, if you read into all of these aspects that I'm mentioning, just briefly here, when you say Nam Myoho Renge Kyo, you're praising the source of the ninth consciousness, the time without beginning or end, and you are summoning it out in all of your environment to create a Buddha land. And the more people who are chanting and experiencing this and sharing this, it's a very hard chant. I mean, it takes about 35 minutes in the morning, an hour throughout your day somewhere, and then maybe another 20 to 35 minutes in the afternoon. And you can chant more, but that's, I think that's like maybe a minimum, at least what I've heard come out of the Koto's mouth at our temple. And... Uh, in the SGI, they just f- say five minute gongyo, morning and evening, chant as much as you want. That doesn't even prepare you enough for what's about to happen. So when the stuff starts getting weird and intense, and you're busy trying to build new neural pathways with this gongyo, but you don't have the right spiritual support behind it, so it's, it's like really hard. <laughs> When you have your emotional upheaval, then the SGI swoops in and goes, See, isn't it good to have friends around? Now, have some tea, have some cake. <laughs> Excuse me. Have some tea, have some cake. Here, come over. come over to my house and chant in front of my scroll every Saturday for an hour. I was like, okay... And then they started telling me stories about the priesthood and how, how, the, how they thought the priesthood didn't even appreciate this as, like, as much as their dogs. <laughs> I was like, oh, I like dogs. <laughs> and, I mean, my last name means wolf people. So the, I, the wonderful thing is that they were also even saying things like, and they chopped down the cherry trees. <laughs> Like, it was just all an emotional thing. They were talking about the head temple. How, when Daisaku Ikeda and all the SGI literally said, we're turning away from you, high priest. So they turned away from the law, right? Uh, the building that was all done by Sokogakai, apparently, on the head temple grounds, they couldn't let it stand. It would have just emanated its slander into the it would have been a terrible effect, right? So to protect the law, definitely the building was raised and the trees were chopped down, I'm sure. Although it traumatized these SGI members that were taking me in at first enough to have them really try to implement this hatred for these people that I didn't know. I was like, I don't know what's going on here. But when they said, when they said all this stuff about the priesthood, in my heart, <laughs> deep down, I remember how, how loud it was, and it tripped me out, and I ignored it. It said, I'm on the wrong side. <laughs> oh, no. But yeah, it took me 10 years to listen to that voice. 
Oh, if that voice could only be more convincing and powerful. Okay. But the idea that when I just keep talking about it, it comes out. This is like therapy. Thank you so much for joining me on this show where I'm unpacking the SGI from my mind and, and really helping make more sense of it with abundant Shodai and Gongyo, as we say in Hitrin Shosho. Uh, as someone I know very well said once, the door is smaller to get in, but when, when you're in, you realize why and you're appreciative for that. That's what they said. And uh, the Gongyo is a little harder at first, you know. I mean, it's not, it's not something you got to be like, it's not something like you're going to go, boop, okay, from a day, you know, it's not like you're taking a pill and, oh, I'm good, no more pain, no. You spend time saying it slowly and feel that calm, peaceful feeling that is always there every time you do Gongyo. It doesn't matter what's going on. In your life, you do Gongyo, and that is your time to commune with that infinite ninth consciousness, the Daigohon Zone, the Three Great Secret Laws, the priesthood of over 700 years that have passed along a living essence. I mean, in the SGI Gongyo, it says the Gohon Zone of Namyo Renge Kyo, I believe, and then it mentions Michin Deshon and Niko Shun, and then I believe it says something about eternal mentors. Of Daisaku Kena, Sumasabura Makaguchi, and Joseph Toda. And then, I mean, it doesn't even stand up to Nichiren Shoshu's in the amount of years practice to generate enough even electricity if that's all we're talking about. If we're just going to talk about the physical, because I'm a, you know, I, I like, I really came at this from an energetic standpoint. So I really see a lot of numbers here. <laughs> it's going to take me a while to figure them out. But there's a lot of numbers uh, being thrown in the air and when you do that with prayer randomly, with like in the SGI, you're just chanting to something you don't know anything about. And stuff happens to keep you chanting. You're like trapped by a demon, a wish-granting demon. You're kind of fueling this entity that somehow is, even in political standing in Japan, it's like there's people who chant, who uh, I'm going to say uh, wind up being caught up in the monetary manifestation part of it and they make something of themselves and get caught up in that and they think, oh, this is enlightenment in the SGI. That's literally... Of course, most of these people had practiced the original version for so many years. They probably just, like Ikeda, their life state got so high they thought they knew better than the priests that gave them the information. This is what's terrifying to me. How arrogant do you have to be? You know, even I was unknowingly for ten years to to turn away from where the stuff that you're claiming is the best stuff for all the ailments of this human suffering world. How could you turn away from the source of that? That that whole thing. Now, how are you? Are you confused? Have you been 
pushed aside by the SGI? Do you feel no longer that initial glow of support and enthusiasm upon your joining or upon getting you to join? Yeah, how terrible, right? I'll tell you what, the, the Hokeiko are, are like treasured gems, I'm sure, that, that once we receive Gojukai are... I mean, the, the, the priest treats us like his family, his Hokeiko family. And it's really a beautiful thing. There's no, oh, he's my leader this year, or, oh, I mean, they do change Koto and Vice Koto and Temple officers, I've noticed, in this couple, this year and a half that I've practiced. Uh, although, there's not nearly as much system. It's very much everyone seeking from the Gohon zone and the priest. And no one, there's not all this division, all this, and that type of focus, that type of, about lasting peace, this is the whole point. It's about lasting peace. We want to read the Rishon Kokuron a bunch. I haven't read it a bunch, but I'm trying to. And I mean, this is the instruction from the high priest that we to read this a lot. To, it encourages you to shakabuku because when you read it, it, it's interesting all of these things that are predicted and in this procession. Uh, over and over uh, of a disastrous kind and see, being being an American seeing it happen here especially and just reading this Rishon Kokoron and chanting a lot and going wow and then realizing that it's not about chanting to get what you want no 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 it's much better than that it's much more much more important than that it's about chanting to literally Establish peace of the land. Chant like to have the land be peaceful and tranquil. Like, like there's jeweled trees everywhere, and the ground is made of lapis, lapis lazuli. And gentle breezes, heavenly beings everywhere. This kind of peace and uh, imagery. I, uh, you know, I'm. I'm talking about stuff that I've read, of course, and none of this stuff I'm talking about is really my ideas. I'm just kind of mulling them over after reading them and chanting abundantly. And the wee hours of the morning, waiting for the bus while I talk to you about the differences of Sokogakai and Nichiren Shoshu that I've noticed. One has an infinite source. One is attempting to convince people that they don't need any infinite source but themselves. That is a very sad and lonely existence. Why would you just why would you just want to be your own source of power and not be connected to anybody in a way that is moving things forward? You just because if you get all powerful, how do you you know, you feel like you've done things other people couldn't have done possibly to get to your position or they'd be there. So how do you come back down from the realm that you've attained? And, and help the others. They say, oh, Shakabuku, if you're in Sokogaka, they say, oh, share, share the practice, that's how you give it back. But, but, how, but think about how you got there. And then 
was it really pushing the Akeda button a bunch? Or and if it was, you got to think about that. Is Akeda your deity, your patron deity? Is it the one you rely on completely without question? And, and why is it a person? The Daigohonzon, there's a, there's a fusion of person and law in the Daigohonzon with Nichiren Daishonin and the law. And so this great mandala will never change because it is a great mandala. And it is not a, as we would see it uh, in the mortal surface, a common mortal walking around and eating, going to the bathroom, all this stuff, right? It's a, it's a daigohonzon. And, and maybe, I don't claim to know any dimension of anything about it, but I'm just talking frankly and maybe even foolishly, It's not a person to change the Gongya book every ten to seven years. So Gakkai has changed the Gongya book. Why do you change the doctrine? You're not a priest. You don't have the authority. Why? When they changed it too, it was funny because it, whenever I encountered a great thing in this, my uh, magic uh, <laughs> roots of magic and spell casting came out to, or really just communing with nature in a spiritual way to gather energy and create things. Uh, but the idea of being able to make effect with that scroll, but I, I called it, you know, I figured, okay, if I'm attaining Buddhahood when I chant this thing, and, when I'm and all this chanting stuff is making all this stuff happen, I got to make cause, is what I thought. Okay, I got to make more cause. I got to take action. I, thought, I said, what's the most powerful action I, I know to take? Because to me, I didn't, I didn't have the correct law, so to me, I just knew the most powerful action I could take was not to... I didn't know anything about chanting the Daigohon Zone, but I knew I had to do something else. <laughs> and so I would, um, I would draw a cast circle and things, or with intent, uh, make uh, actions, and with intent to manifest, of course, or effect. And, well... Things would change in the SJ. It was interesting. Things would happen. So it gave me this false sense of, oh, mixing is not so bad. It's terrible. It's horrible. It's wretched. I'm so unfortunate to have done that so, so many times. Although the spells were always very powerful and they, they worked every time. All that did was inflate my spiritual ego, which is a terrible thing. It edges the gohon zone out. Ego. Don't do that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the. Why would you infuriate your desires and, and, and make them grow? And By throwing your energy into Vaisakui Akeda and a scroll that nobody will tell you where it comes from, you ask where that scroll comes from, who makes it. And Nichiren Shoshu, the only one person on the planet is supposed to make that, or transcribe that. That's the high priest, Nichiren Shoshu. Uh, and that's what's so cool about it, is that there's, there's a specialist, there's a high priest, there's, a, there's someone you can go to humbly and request to protect something so sacred, wonderfully, that, that I don't even understand completely, right? That's the point. The, you got to try to be, I was told to be more humble. So I, this is a cause for me to do that. Make ceaseless podcasts where... You, you help me help myself.
ask, where does that scroll come from? Why don't you know where it comes from? Why is that important? Don't you want the life force, the highest life force connected to Nichiren Daishonin and the Daigohons and everything that you can? Wouldn't you want the closest to that? Do you think it's going to be in some factory or some warehouse where they're being printed in the SGI? I mean, there's so many of them, they have to be printed somewhere. Or, or, or as I've said earlier on this podcast, which I don't know is true or not, but if someone knows it's true, please, anchor.fm, let's talk. Maybe the Shoshinkai are still involved with the SGI, and in which case SGI is not free of priests. If the Shoshinkai are connected to the priests and producing these Hanzons, then, uh, well, that's a whole other story. One day I'll find out if that is true. <laughs> yeah, but the idea where the origin's important, what's the, is it infinite, whatever the source that you found? <coughs> Is it the person? Is it the law? Why isn't it the law? If it is the law, why do you have so many Ikeda books? And if you do have an SGI Gosho, why don't you get a, a Nichiren Shoshu Gosho and compare? Com comparing is wonderful because then you're not listening to anybody else's opinion. You're, and then if you want to ask a question from a specialist that knows the material really, really well, you can call a priest and, and ask them. They will give you the most wonderful answers that you will think about over and over. Well, I hope this helped. Thank you for joining me. And for those of you wanting the numbers of the Nietzsche and Shoshu temples here in America, and soon I'll have the numbers for other ones, I'm just going to put this at the end of every episode. Um, Los Angeles area, Myohoji Temple, phone number 323-565-2888. Uh, New York area, Myosetsuji Temple, phone number 718-961-7269. Hawaii home. Hawaii Honseiji Temple, I believe, 808-235-8486. San Francisco area, Myoshinji Temple, that's the temple I belong to, woohoo! Uh, 510-222-8372. Washington, D.C. area, Washington, Washington D.C. area, Myosenji Temple, 301-593-9397. Vancouver area, Myoshoji Temple, 604-580-3993. And if you're in Brazil, the phone number there for the temple is 115581-8215. Thank you. And please call them with your questions. They have wonderful answers. Email them. Um, seek the law.